Welcome back to my lovely IHP community. We have some channeled guidance for my solo polis, the Enlightenment community, soul age group of Zen masters. And so you might not be a solo poly secure person, but you're a person who is always able to be in the state of love because your integration of the mind has taken place either on your own or you know, in life really, and on your own means in the absence of needing to learn about it. So you're able to think with your left mode, the non, the, the verbal part of our brain, and to feel the sensations from your body come up. Right side of your brain, you didn't need yoga to learn how to engage into ventral vagal because you love people, you hug people, you want to be around people. No matter how many times people have been envious, jealous, spiteful, vengeful, a bunch of things, no matter what has taken place, in fact, of what those who are not Zen masters call evil, they just don't know it's a person who needs a very good somatic sensory motor and trauma psychologist, and then to stay in therapy for a long, long time, which would be as long as it takes entire humanity to get out of this uh, shame defectiveness idea that we need it to evolve we actually evolve because our brain likes to co-create and to create excuse me and excuse me to collaborate our mammalian heritage it came about when our lovely species was able to start to be hunting gatherers and so the hunting gatherer got us to develop a mammalian nervous system yoga people know all about it the good practitioners but their followers actually fall in love with their own light so there's the 4d community and the people in the middle for you so we're going to get to talk about a lot of things in this community, but it's only if you love humanity and know nobody's fucked up, because if really anything, we're all potentially quote unquote fucked up, but nobody really is, unless they have a series of events that take place and they do end up potentially in prison for one to nine people on the scale of Michael Stone's evil thing, which they get caught up into the bad shit. And then we got the grandiose people. I don't really feel bad for those. Maybe if they get good therapy, they can get out of being the ones who tell people about being what they are. And they're all grandiose and have psychopathic traits, but people fall in love with their charm. It's very fascinating when you know people think they're smart and then you see them falling in love with somebody who's basically a grandiose ass. Because the minute you look at anybody, if you're in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, you'll notice the difference between the people who care and the ones who think of themselves as high and mighty. And that just tells you how insecure that poor infant was in their own house. Male, female, non-gender, doesn't matter. You just look at them, you're like, wow, that's an inflated ego. And you really need a good therapist, again, to get out of that. But you know how some people, actually my lovely therapist, have taught me some people, they become that successful thanks to their inflated ego. And when they figure out that it's a defectiveness, shame thing with the therapist, they don't want to let it go. They resist. And you know why, though? This is the saddest part. Is those people think of themselves as smart. But the minute that their emotions start to make their way as a tsunami, apparently they don't have the objectivity to say, wow, I'm an adult and I'm reacting to my emotions as if somebody's putting a knife in my stomach, which is not happening right now, or in my heart. Mm, physically speaking, no knife is in my presence. I have emotions coming up that are that painful. Wow, maybe if I'm smart enough, since you know people love to use their word. Does this word, when I hear it, I say I'm stupid. I love being stupid. But when I see a grandiose person who wants to resist getting good therapy, or I'm being told about it, and then they're saying that they're smart, they think they're smart, 
and they want to keep on pumping themselves up, what I would want to say is there's no knife penetrating you right now, and yet you are so afraid of the big S that you cannot even be objective with your mouth or your brain. And this is where cognitive dissonance is very painful, which is why we actually, the Enlightenment community, don't go around trying to poke at blind people, as a sad guru will have shared. You don't mess with states of consciousness. We don't mess with it, not because it's something that the supernatural, which does not exist, entity of collective consciousness is going to come down and beat us. No, we don't do it because we recognize the intellectually savvy, apparently people like to be in their fake inflated egos thinking. And we actually recognize that a modulated and dysregulated embodied person is going to go through hell if they get out of there and they don't want to climb the ladder out of hell. So while the ignorant, ignorant blind lions keep on yelling about these people being evil, we know that their poor pitied, pitied infants who didn't have a choice. Everyone's an infant who had some unresolved trauma shit go down. And people keep wanting to use the word that comes from a textbook of religion. And that even a criminologist will have said, I love how Michael Stone begins his video. You know, evil used to be a word that only in religious institutions, but I saw everybody using it. So I said, why shouldn't I go and make a video or what was it, a study about all of these scales of evil? And he did. So 9 to 16 are these poor inflated human beings who, those who think they're smart, follow like fuck. I mean, when I see these people following influence, I'm like, okay, those are all smart people. Let them go to the smart people. Let the pseudoscience bullshit people come on over here and let's have them keep on because they don't mean anything, by the way. You know, I mean, this is the most hilarious part. And when I say this, some people, they get really pissed. It's like, yeah, okay, you obviously don't know how the system works. You didn't study political science. I did. I'm not going to bother educating you about it, not here in general, because this is again. And so why solo poly? Right here is why solo poly, because there's a lot of dumbass people who put subject matters on pedestals, and we don't do that. Enlightenment, so age group, excuse me. Let me go and find the first part of our channeled guidance. Where's my lovely sad guru? Here he is. Sad guru. Sama means equanimous. You know what a solo poly is? Oh, we're equanimous, all right. We got Kali, Shiva, and Krishna Lila all over our relationships. I was a teenager and I was a smart ass. And I'm a better smart ass now. I have a lot more education. D or buddhi means intellect. Hmm, samadhi. It means equanimous intellect. You know what people do with subject matters? We don't put them on pedestals, not the enlightenment soul age group. So when children get pissy because we don't highlight that their leaders are awesome and they think we're stupid, we are like, not really, but I get it. Because actually, I'm now curious to hear your ideas of what the future is going to look like because now you've, you've made my Krishna Lila. My little tickle bone is curious to hear your future predictions. So come on over. And then I'm 43. And I can say I have not met any interesting gossip people predictions of the future except for that they watch doomsday clocks very boring so the people who are interesting they're all educators actually and the creative ones the ones who have these inflated egos they're interesting for other reasons and it's the data points not their opinions their opinions are like those other gossip people that i know in my life that have the same shit to say about humanity over and over and over again so again 5d it's seven minutes in. It's only about loving humanity. And we do have a reaction to those who don't. And this is it. They're stupid, not the other way around. And they're evil, not the other way around. And really, they're not evil. They just need a very good somatic sensory motor and trauma therapist and the uh, knowledge of going to 
optimize their brain the human way. They can do all the yoga they want, lock themselves up in mountains. As long as you don't want to be around people, you've not optimized your humanity because restorative embodied self and integration of the mind is you optimized. That means you want to hug all the human beings on the face of this planet with your body, meaning that you're not afraid or like, I don't like your energy because you're an energy vampire. Nobody's an energy vampire. They're all human beings. Now, there are some. I've met them. I don't want them near me. I think it was today that I share with you a very funny story. I even share with you how a loved one insistently tried to actually have me be around that energy, which I found quite interesting. But then I remembered, oh, people do love to be in a specific type of energy when they are choosing not to move out of their temporal junction and call life hard and that there might be some kind of supernatural entity that is doing something and it's like no that's not really how the life of anyone who's in enlightenment works no we look to science and then we're okay with mysticism and being stupid this is where it's not stupidity but science has yet to reach my ears so that i can explain all the clairs with all of the quantum physics out there but i do know that they can explain it as the neuroscientists so optimized brains there's four attributes for those who become shamans or deities or whatever it is that that guy talks about because see all of these words let me finish samadhi equanimous intellect an equanimous intellect is an intellect that doesn't discriminate between good and bad there's enlightenment this is my community so if you're not here please go somewhere else or if you're curious it's called equanimity being adults so we don't do the karma wheel we do dharma we in a very beautiful land and it's all in a human being's body. Oh, yes, integration of the mind. All hands on deck. As I said, we use our left and right mode all by ourselves. And there is no default mode network. I'm not scanning to see if you're dangerous. If you don't have a weapon and you're not stabbing me, obviously you're not doing anything except for using your mouth. And if you try to get closer and do want to represent a physical threat, I will run away. And then I won't come back at all because I'm smart. So that's about it. Other than that, I don't have shame for the idiots who think that we're idiots. We're like, wow, you have a beautiful future ahead of you. And it's in the shithole with all the other people that make crappy movies about humanity. And we're going to go and be fake pretend happy. No, we're going to go do shit. Unlike those people who don't do anything except for misery. So here, an equanimous intellect, uh, we do not discriminate between good and bad, high and low, joy and misery, pain and pleasure. I did this all on my own, FYI, which is where you get to learn about it in the advanced place of the inner growth mindset if you move into neutrality. But you know what most people say about neutrality? How dare you not take a stand? And do you know how many people have that energy every time they see us? And we know what's going on and we're like, wow, there's a lot of pent up anger in there. I wonder which one of the moments are they going to take it out and finally just spell out what they think? Are they ever going to get the guts to actually become? No, 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 too much. Uh, we're special and other people are not group around them. Oh, they're going to have fun in their little hellhole because it's a hellhole when all these people get together. They think they're having fun. Oh, yeah, you should see them with the clairs. They all get together, and then they think they can affect people's lives, and there are people that think they can, so there's all those four deteriorators for them. You've got a karmic against you. you got a third party against you. you got this again. All these people are trying to pull you down, and they actually believe it like teenagers do. And actually, I was a teenager. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? We're all friends. Why are we, why are we doing this? It sounds silly to me. 
And then I grew up. I was like, wow, all teenagers, very interesting. No uh, equanimous individuals. So samadhi, very beautiful to be here. Let's get us together in a group. We're going to have fun. We're going to have fun. Okay. Maha Samadhi. We're moving to the Great One because this is exactly where the Enlightenment community is. Maha Samadhi, Samadhi. So again, we're polyamorous because we are one big ball of energy and we don't need to play with the ones who are in hell. They're not going to want to be near us because we disgust them and enrage them and it's okay because they're not with us. They have plenty of influencers who are, again, in their cocky, grandiose, inflated egos leading them. They're a group. It's like the flat earthers. They hang out all together. Let all of the other ones hang out. It's going to be okay. It's going to be very okay because we're going to have fun and we're going to you know, keep doing stuff and they can go do their stuff. We also have a beautiful group. It's a spirituality soul age group. So they're following Sadhguru and he's doing great. So let's join them. <clears throat> we don't need to go vegan though. They can go vegan. We don't have to. We're, we're going to keep doing other things. Mahasamadhi means a great equanimous intellect, the highest level of equanimity of the intellect. That means your intelligence lost all external input, and this is where my group is now. Optimized brains, neuroscience, selflessness, timelessness, effortlessness, richness. And that's why we do samadhi, mahasamadhi. So subject matters, subject matter experts, they are not on pedestals. They are down on the earth, and we are looking straight at them. And either we absorb their information and get it or not, like math. I don't get math. I, I don't get uh, some things that I really would want to, but my brain's like, ah, this is so hard. So I wait and use my brain on things that I do get easierly, if that's a word. So when intelligence functions with external input, it means you accumulate memory through what you read. That's like my big man, baby, child friend. He regurgitates information like a little machine, which is really... Uh, my, my brain, when he did that the first time, the only reason I'm friends with him is because my younger sister told me not to be mean, and he is a very sweet person. But other than that, when he speaks, my ears don't hear him. I will read a book. I do not need him to read to me. So I don't actually have anything that I gather from that mouth, except for, wow, you really have a lot of memory going on. So they accumulate memory, and then they can read, hear, gather, and project that memory as an intelligence, which it is not. That's right. That's why it's not interesting because I don't have a person speaking to me. I got a book being read to me out loud. This is you identifying with your memory. And that's exactly why this person thinks they're smart. And yet they act like not even a teenager does in public. And when you identify with your memory, equanimity is not possible. Exactly. And in fact, they actually talk about good and bad. And they talk about humanity being sheep. And I always tell them, stop talking about humanity as sheep. They're not sheep. You're sheep if they're sheep. And they say, no, I'm not because I am cultured and I leave it alone. So samadhi, on the other hand, is when you have disengaged your memory from your intellect, which we do very easy peasy over here. When this happens, your intellect may struggle for a little while. Not really. No, no, no. It actually feels very freeing as you move forward. I have to share with you that that process is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So love cycle people, FYI, are going to be inclined to be attracted to all of this because we do not have evil. Evil doesn't exist. I was a kid and I learned about it through psychology and I told God about it. My only one moment of, oh my gosh, I might feel guilty. Oh wait, the institutions told me evil existed, but they're evil because they're not loving. And the only moment of shame when I learned I was casting stones and I said, I'm so sorry, Jesus. I did not recognize that the adults had taught me this black and white thinking. 
I'm so happy that I am enlightened now. And I didn't even know those words. And yet here I am today. Enlightenment as a teenager, very beautiful. Might, might I add, when people do envy, spite, jealousy, that's where we know they are very poor souls. We feel bad for them and we don't do anything about it except for feel bad for them and say, well, you know, karma is going to come back and get you, but not because it's a bad thing. And we'll get to karma in a minute. So no, we don't do karma, we do dharma because we don't actually sit in these likes and dislikes because we do maha samadhi samadhi as I just explained. So integration of the mind, very easy peasy and we don't take it out on the system or the past. We know that the ignorance of our human species shows how savages and the savages are still out there. Those grandiose people that are actually attracting people who want to follow them because those people aren't secure. Yeah, we're trying to get those people out. We're going to succeed because they're not the optimized version of our species. Their brain, not integrated. Nope. No, no. That's called cognitive dissonance, harsh, unforgiving, adaptive children projecting, in fact, their charge state to each other and then calling the kettle black. So, oh, that's evil because you're not sanctified in my book of religion. And no, you're evil over there because you're not sanctified in my book of whatever it is, science, and nobody's sanctified, you're all people with an opinions, and apparently you don't know that we want the system to make laws that protect physical life, so air, water, food, and oh, don't worry about social media, because it will be taken care of by the system again, who also likes to leverage making money, which we all know, no, no, there's no conspiracies though, there's just a normal entrepreneur over here who gets it about the economy and it will be transforming oh yes i know you know how many times i've said it's going to go digital no it's not okay fine you know keep on talking your smarts people because i'm stupid i don't know what i'm talking about so <clears throat> solo poly again it's because really why would we want to walk with those who do not know how to do samadhi maha samadhi it's a very boring conversation and then when they get all pissy because you don't follow their leader, that's another boring conversation. And having to deal with the misery of the, oh, but uh, uh, life is so fucking horrible and shitty and you want to say it's pretty and I get, so here's again, <laughs> we don't want to be around people like that. We don't feel that they're energy vampires. We just say, wow, your energy's so low. We don't even know what to do with you right now. And you're still in the same space you were yesterday and yesterday and the day before yesterday because you're not letting go of your teenage story. How many times does the word teenager have to come out of my mouth? Adaptive children are really, really annoying as adults. I mean, a teenager, I can handle them. I'm an adult. I don't want to be around teenagers, honestly. And when I am, I try to be at my best behavior as the adult that I'm supposed to be. But I'm like ready to be out of there if they begin to do types of conversations. I'm like, okay, I need to shut up because I'm not the teenager. And their hormones are all over the place. And they're all curious. And they should do their own shit. Because that's where every person, your state of consciousness is yours. You go do with yourself what you want to do and leave me out of it. I'm, I'm okay. So we're all good. We don't want to actually hold anybody's hand. In fact, that's exactly why, again, poly secure, might I add, safe haven, secure base. We know what tickles our brains, our hearts, and our bodies. And yeah, we're not going to be around people who are always crapping on humanity. They're no fun. Their brain doesn't work as a smart brain. It works as a brain that is like... Oh my gosh, they're making it torturous to live life right now and I don't see a weapon anywhere near them and I need to be the cold, frigid asshole. I, I am. I'm cold. I'm an asshole. Can I go now? Am I excused? Can I, can I be excused from this table? I really want to go away now. So our brain is really happy that we are found stupid and cold and emotionless. It's really good. We know we're not, but it's okay. Again, <laughs> the grandiose leaders, they're all over that one. You know how many people think emotions are stupid? 
because he got people telling them how horrible and negative compassion-based therapy is because those people don't know how to handle their emotions. But until a person's blinded by the projection of, ah, they fall in love with an image. No, let's not go there. Okay, so we get 20 minutes in. Let me finish up with our little data points and humor, and that way we can get to more of our channeled guidance. It's a beautiful 8-8, don't you find? I love this energy. Every year it's gotten better and better and better and better because the Leo of a heart that is a true Leo, even though I'm an Aquarius, but the Leo's heart, we're all a Leo's heart when it comes to our lovely alignment, heaven in our body. It's an integrated mind. You're able to be in selflessness, effortlessness, timelessness and richness now the part about when we are going through expansion and energy and there's a lot of different things we talk about it so there are ascension symptoms for anybody who's a light worker of that type and if you have questions we have paid subscription based model content but what you want to do sleep well drink water eat well treat yourself well be around people who support you and if there are people who do not support you so they cannot align with you when you ask them or share with them that you're needing to be uplifted okay or that at the very least you're looking to be in conversations that are uplifting okay so here's the difference between when people are like you bummed me out So shame, blame, fault, revenge. Here's that adaptive child that projects the idealization of their type of parent or friend or family or whatever. So they're trying to tell people how to be in their relationship. When we have those people, the solo polis understand exactly what's happening. It's a lower energy that's really pissed at life, that's really upset. Some shit's going down. There ain't no knife, but it is as if there is a knife. So they're shaming, blaming, faulting, and putting it upon us. We've learned, I've learned how to be a grown-up about it because, one, I've chosen very carefully the people that I carry and have around me, and it's really straightforward as a teenager. Out, 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 out. Okay, you're all in, good to go. And then as a grown-up, I don't need to do too much. I'm a busy person, so are grown-ups. So there you go. Very beautiful to have busyness, and I get to meet my colleagues, actually, thanks to my educational information, all on my own studies for being an entrepreneur. Yay me. Okay, good. So when you get to choose how to lead your life, it's because you actually thought with your brain how to do so and the people around you as well. Apparently, this makes me lucky. So lucky I am. When people who are adaptive children, they don't know how to tend to their emotions, come with you without any you know, needle, again, stabbing them. They're, there's just life happening. And they're intuitive, so it's all the 4D. The 4D, man, I swear, because 3D, at least they're going and just doing the church thing, right? They're just going to church. They're saying we're going to hell. It's a very straightforward conversation, and it's very good indeed, and that's it. These people, they love to present to equations, which is like, okay, then, uh, I am going to let you know on how negative news is really upsetting. So let's say I'm interested in a human being. This is where relationships, I swear, I don't even know what to say about this, but I forget. I'm not an adaptive child. I'm a solo poly because I'm safe within my own self and secure within my own self and know that I can follow my dreams. Apparently, this is very hard for people from the body. So again, I am a restorative embodied self, enlightenment community. Please come on over. I'm spelling it out so that we can make sure to build an enlightenment soul age community, not the other ones, okay? We don't want the children. We're done with the children. Get away from us. Please go and lead with your beautiful, charming 
pompous leader and go be groups together like the flat earthers i love looking at the groups from afar all i need to do is spot the leader hear what they're saying go and find all the data resources and i'll know all their story and it's really great it's really fun i'm more curious about the ones who think outside the box uh, samadhi mahasamadhi i'm not curious about the ones who don't know how to get out of their own karma story so um please do not give me news of when people don't like me because that's really awful to hear that somebody is not interested in me the way that I'm interested in them. <laughs> I'm so, I should not laugh. I really shouldn't. I shouldn't, but you know, at 43 years old, I'm just like, dude, and dudettes and days, what the fuck is wrong with any of you? I seriously, I'm going to say it because the fact that any person, I was a teenager, I'm thinking, how does one human being mean everything to you i don't understand i don't understand because what are you reading are you doing anything together besides that you can't do it forever you know <laughs> you're not going to be able to sit in bed all the time it's not possible physically physically you're going to have like you need to stop it down anyways long story short the difference is the people who know how to handle our emotions we don't actually go around telling don't tell me they don't like me i'm so upset that they don't know we're more of okay look if you're gonna crap on humanity and life every day and you're gonna keep telling me how chaotic your life is i really need you to calm down with your energy then so this is where because that's not gonna happen so when people are freaking out about their life and you're needing them to disengage from shitting all over you because their life is so miserable you do what is called I hear you, I see you, I'm going to hug you like any child. That's all they want. They want the floor, spill the beans. There you go. And that's it. And that's how you get to be a very good, good, good person for those two-year-olds who keep on coming over while they don't like your energy because you're happy-peasy and pleasing and always happy. And people don't mean anything except for good. And so... They don't want to be around you, especially when they're pissed at humanity. But when they're not pissed and they're sad about humanity and they're just in their floored gut, you know, so the nice thing about the universe and supernatural, it's not supernatural. The nice thing about energy, we don't have to lift a finger. You know how easy it is for the universe to get people in their groups? They do it all by themselves. We don't have to do anything. So they choose their corner of our lovely playground. And let's keep moving forward. So our playground is an always. And when we're told how to behave by those adaptive children, we learn how to behave. That way that two-year-old stays calm and good and nice. And we're good and they're good. And then we all navigate to wherever the fuck we want because we're not going to be engaging in the same behavior. Why? Because the adaptive child tends to have a shame cycle inner critic, outer critic, and then they deny it through distractive activities, addictive behaviors, compulsive activities, excuse me, drugs, sex, alcohol, food, teenage behaviors that move into adulthood, and apparently they find it humorous and enticing and interesting somehow to the brain of these people. Being distracted is fulfilling. Go figure. So we don't need to do anything because they're going to do things with the people that have fun. We're not fun, remember? Samadhi, Samadhi people, we're not fun. We don't believe in good and bad. We don't do the evil shit. And we tell them about the psychology shit that gets boring pretty fast because they can't deny it either because, thank goodness, they're all out there, the good psychoeducators. Thank goodness I have them. Then we got said guru. We got a guru out there spelling out shit as well. So we got that for the spiritual 40 people who like to talk about, again, 
the same stuff. And so they don't have a way to say, no, but the world is shitty. The world is crumbling. And, and so because they can't do that, they're not going to have fun with us. They're going to be very bored. Their mind is going to be very upset. And they're going to not want to be. And it's like, you know what? That's good. Go distract yourself. It's not really healthy. But hey, you get bored with the serious stuff. So go distract yourself. I was, what? how old was I? It was in my late 20s. And I had a friend. I still have this same friend. He's adorable. And him and I, we read each other like a, he looks at me, I look at him, we laugh. This is my friend, the one I didn't talk to for five years. But he knows me like the back of his hand and I know him like the back of my hand. And when we're together, we actually are able to be a good balance. So when we're with groups, even though we don't hang out anymore because he's basically dead. No, he's not dead. He, he's, he's, uh, <laughs> he's busy in his relationship. I shouldn't laugh. Oh, my friend had so much energy in life. And he's so not energetic anymore, but I get it. I know where he's at. He's going to be in my future, by the way. So here's the other beautiful part for the 5D mystics in the Enlightenment. So age group, we know our future. Oh, I have gifted to me a lot of things this year. And part of them, well, last year was my gift initiation to knowing who my future is with. And then I also started to say, but wait, okay, so this person's in my future, but who else is in my future? Because I want to know out of these people that I know, who else is in my future? And I have yet to be able to share with my one friend that he's in my future. And when I recognized which one he was, I was like, that totally makes fucking sense. I totally can see why it's him <clears throat> and the other people that are there too. I know why they're there. So long story short, this friend and I, though, we balance each other out because, of course, the feminine energy, which is where the divine feminine is a person who can see always the relationality. But some people, they don't, they don't want to handle their unresolved trauma. So serious talk. Some people, they are, they're just wanting to have fun. And that's why nobody has to do anything about the oversoul. We always have all our loved ones with us. And the ones who are spiteful, vengeful, the, that one is a little bit more challenging to work through because they actually get really in their um, vengeance with you, meaning they have these thoughts in certain ways. They're, they're ruminating patterns. There's a collective consciousness for a reason. And they're not the only ones. So we have a rainbow of colors, and that's where, look at it as a rainbow. And we have groups, so your oversoul, the entire humanity and infinite and beyond, whatever you want to think of. And we have a collective consciousness, so people think things up, and they're in groups again. And we got movies, you, you name it. Everything that exists in the, in the sphere of energy, which is any thought that's ever been spoken. This is why when you connect, for example, to the Ho'oponopono, when I did it the first time, I was like, wow, I could feel all of the people that had used it and that still do like with Jesus or prayer, like see here, the, when you connect to the energies of those groups, you can feel they're, they're, they're there. It's, it's uh, something the neuroscience and the physics community, I need to read existential physics from Sabine, they know. So <clears throat> again, solo poly, by the way, is because those of us who are complete spiritual processes, we walk alone, not because we walk without people. We walk alone means we do self-transformation. So we're always inside working on equanimity. When we are around our lovely little people, we know how to handle our likes and dislikes. So we're still mastering that physical plane, and that involves various elements, including the people that are in this moment pissed at you because you're compassionate beyond a reason. And they're not pissed at you. Don't take it personally. They don't like that you think everybody is special. 
they're not in agreement and their rage is within their own body and that's their zero year old not yours so let them be pissed and be flies on a wall and just allow yourself you have one option either you master equanimity or you don't <laughs> you can choose so do dharma or do karma your business not ours not mine for sure so on that note uh let me actually look at this part i want to read to you where Sadhguru, in my inner engineering course, he talks about this thing, and he actually organizes our brain. So one, the layers of the mind, he talks about conscious, subconscious, unconscious, and the collective unconsciousness. And the unconscious, subconscious, unconscious, and collective unconsciousness makes up 98% of the mind. Once you transcend the conscious mind, you transcend the limitations of space and time, and what is here is there, what is there is here, and what is now is then, what is then is now. And it gets all garbled up. But this subconscious 2 to 3%, which is dreams, situations that you're aware of, floating between sleep and uh, wake state, uh, sometimes these happen because time and space are the making of conscious mind. So this is fourth dimension. And people stay there because they keep on believing in good and evil instead of recognizing it's in my mind's eye, it's not good and evil, and there you go. So the quality, the nature of the unconscious mind determines the nature of your subconscious mind. So the unconscious is where that infant of you, okay, and the body of you. So if you have a dysregulated, modulated, embodied, your, your scorecard is coming up with the fight, flight, freeze, Attach, cry, collapse, submit, please, appease. So defense, safety, behaviors. That's why you develop compulsive mechanisms to soothe. And those are all people who have not resolved those shame, defectiveness, heartbreak, gut wrench. I'm unworthy. I'm broken. They're broken. I'm fixed, not fixed. All this shit. And it's not shit for those people. But the ones who whine about it, they don't know that their mothers, fathers, parents love them. They just didn't have a regulated nervous system. So they didn't know how to get them to be able and feel safe in their bodies. So the parents were not able to hold them, to attune to them a third of the time and then repair. And make them know they're lovable as they are unconditionally. Okay? So keeping it straightforward, leave them alone or just handle the insecure attachment people in a way of with gloves. The quality of the unconscious mind determines the quality of the subconscious and conscious minds. And so uh, if you are deep in your unconscious, there is no such thing as your mind. Oh, okay, this is Sadhguru being philosophical. What you want to understand is that you are free of the uh, subconscious and conscious when you start to understand that suffering fourth dimension. Uh, you are potentially in the Maya land, so let's get out of Maya land. And here's what I wanted to read from Sadhguru. Fourth dimension, part of mind. He talks about Sankara. A pleasant sensation arose within you. You said, oh, I love it. Then your Sankara says, oh, he loves it. Store it in the love bag. Store it in the love bag forever. Unpleasant sensation. Oh, I hate it. Your Sankara says, oh, he hates it. Store it in the hate bag. Store it in that bag forever. If you are in love and hate, craving and aversion, wanting and not wanting, your karma is growing. So karma are those who navigate life just with their left mode brain. They do not work with their right mode. So when hate comes up, they're like, oh, I shouldn't work with it. It's I call it hate and she's a da da da. That's it. And there's our adaptive children, harsh, unforgiving. They go rigid, chaos, and they don't say, wait a minute, I need to calm my fucking self because I'm not the only ego in town. 
so let's see the stronger your likes and dislikes as the guru continues to point out the stronger and more painful your karma becomes have you noticed uh this if you have strong sense of like and dislike your suffering is also intense because the more you are trapped in dislike and dislike wanting and not wanting craving and aversion the karma is growing at a rapid pace patterns of bondage are being built within you now sensation comes you're equanimous you're simply experiencing the sensation for what it is you don't like it you don't dislike it simply experience it for what it is this is called you in mindfulness and mindsight by the way mindsight means you're going to start to explore those sensations those images and become the grown-up of you thank you daniel siegel so here's where uh, Sadhguru continues to point out if you uh, like it you will distort it if you dislike it you will distort it simply experience it for what it is now he says uh, the karma attached to that sensation will begin to crumble the past will fall away and that is where it crumbles with you so if you maintain this equanimous mind the karma will begin to collapse when will your mind be equanimous when your mind is accepting of what is there right now so this is where equanimity and actual grown-up land and we're done with this Sadhguru stuff for now thank you Sadhguru. thank you daniel siegel and here lastly people are all are able to be bored in a magnificent life because they're stuck in their mind yes some rubbish is going on in their head and there you go now those of us who are instead in the enlightenment so age group we do dharma we do not do karma and we don't sit there with people who do karma and we let them do their own stuff all as sacred or all as uh, utter nonsense non-sacred in fact we do not have anything to do with any of that the shambhavi doesn't create ecstasy it is expression of inner core creator anything you don't understand you will call it a miracle cause and effect not a miracle but also it is of course all is and all is nothing when you are a very beautiful adult you do know how to be in yoga without even ever doing yoga or really knowing about yoga until i met said guru okay so the lovely solo poli and anybody who's interested let me read to you so poli amory and really if you are enlightenment soul age group material you're a poly secure person or at least secure human being which means secure attachment so you know how to be your own safe haven and secure base it means you unconsciously love who you are as you are with your flaws and imperfections and you know what tickles your mind and you have no problem following it and if somebody doesn't like what you do it's okay they don't have to if they don't like your same interests if they don't like who you are you don't make it into a like oh my god you don't like me how dare you not like me oh my gosh i'm so sad that you don't like me no you know what's beautiful about recognizing how different people are when it comes to this stuff in college i had a girlfriend it was very fascinating a thing she did because she 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 seemed very confident and yet the minute she was able to fool around with a person that she knew i liked was the minute that i realized huh that's why people compete with each other they're not secure how fascinating but i also realized the guy was an asshole as well i was like huh that's so fascinating that people do shit like this i wonder and really what I wondered was nothing more than mm, that's something that's good to know about both the people. And really the one individual, man, that was the most uh, interesting and eye-opening experience that confirmed something about myself that I already knew. And I'm going to keep it vague on purpose. I just know that I laughed about all of it immediately, not after the fact. And insecurity is something that we spot like 
that because we are lions who see. So as a teenager, I knew lying, cheating, casual betrayal, you name it, all it. Gaslighting, manipulate, all of it, not evil. No, 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 no. Defectiveness, shame. I'm going to hide the truth. I'm going to make myself out to be a victim or I'm going to make you out to be the bad guy. And then I'm going to go around faulting, shaming, blaming and revenging people all of the rest of my life. So the good psychoeducators are going to help that to be gone with. The science people are going to prove what clears are and it's all good and dandy because it's not going to change the beautiful collective consciousness. It's an energy sphere. What 4D doesn't understand is that the 5D mystics, we have a buttload of fun because we're in a playground. So while they sit and think they're anointed and then they keep fuming from hell because they're in hell, not the other way around, they think that earth is hell. You know how many people in 4D say earth is hell? And I'm like, no, it's really in your body, in my brain. I don't sell it to them face because otherwise they're going to punch me and they should because I'd punch me too. Because, you know, when you speak a truth, that is a truth and then it's going to be felt somebody's going to want to react to that and that's normal that's their inner child protecting i'm i'm totally okay with people protecting themselves i think it's fair and square the fact that i have no weapon in my hand is interesting but hey again emotions a lot of people don't know how to handle them that's why again i say insecure emotionally speaking i didn't say they're not cocky no no they can speak their mouthful i'm saying their emotions tick oh, I'm so sorry, we don't actually do that, we don't have fun doing teak, we actually are just trying to be grown-ups, we don't realize that people don't know how to handle their hearts, that's the enlightenment, so age group people, solo poly, it's not because we don't love people, no, no, we love all people, is that they bum us out, and when we speak the truth, they teach us that they don't actually have the handling of their heart, and we're like, wait a minute, okay, I'm having... A hard time right now with what you're doing. You want to shame, blame, fault, and revenge me for something that I did not do. I didn't lift a finger. I'm actually having what is called in my book a conversation. You don't like it. I don't know why. Oh, thank you, psychoeducators. Adaptive children, you know what they do since they have shame, blame, fault, and their unresolved trauma? With people that are actual functional adults that are somatic empaths, the therapists talk to me about it all the time because I learn from them. It's called transference. Oh, and the good therapists, they don't use it. They allow themselves to sit through it with silence, as grown-ups do. And then when the opportune moment, I'm not a person's therapist, OC, in my love circle. I ain't here to be your therapist. And on the episodes, we are talking about how one can become their own Zen master. So I'm giving food for thought and sharing stories and having good laughs. The channeled guidance is for only those who are in the enlightenment community this is a very specific one we're going to have more don't worry so keep on tuning in because this one's almost ran out of its time solo polies because we know exactly how to let me go to the safe haven and secure base description when you can be your own safe haven let's see you don't need a relationship to feel safe you're safe all by yourself if you turn towards yourself are you going to be there for you yep check do you receive and accept yourself or do you attack, criticize or judge or dismiss yourself? If you do that, you're in a shame cycle. Are you going to comfort yourself? Good. Do you respond in a way that calms your nervous system or do you sit in rumination when people don't like to play with you because they don't like you? Okay. Do you matter to yourself? Let me see. Check. Do you make a difference in your life? Oh, you know how many people actually don't? This is really sad. Nobody matters, nobody loves me, but I'm here talking to you as a teenager. No, but it's not the same thing. As an adult, I'm here talking to you. Does it make a difference? No. So when people are like, I need another partner in my life. No, you need to choose yourself. 
because otherwise you're going to be in this state forever and ever. No, no, I need someone. Okay. And friends don't matter, right? So this is the hilarious part about why we don't do <laughs> any relationship with people who their friends don't matter. Because we're like, what are you doing? Do you not have other family? Like, what is this? How old are you? I get it if you're a teenager, you think the world revolves around one person, but then again, no, I don't get it, because I was a teenager, and my teenage boyfriend, the world ain't going to revolve around you, so you better put yourself in a seat. You're not going to be picked out of all my 10 friends, or however many I had. You're going to be on the same list, equally giving love to all of you. I'm so sorry that you thought you'd be special. You are special, but in a very equal way. Can we lean into and rely on each other? Can you lean into yourself and rely? Yes, yes, yes. That's a beautiful one. So there's your safe haven. So safe haven, easy peasy for those of you who are your own functional adults and you've gotten here, whether on your own, doesn't matter. Here's for secure base. Okay, do you encourage your own personal growth and development? Raise your hand. Yes, I do. Do you support your work and your interest? Raise your hand again. Do you need somebody to motivate you? I didn't need motivation in school. And it's a very basic skill set, by the way. Apparently, I was the odd one. But <clears throat> go figure. I was thinking, I'm not going to waste my time doing shit that doesn't seem to bring people anywhere. Let's see. Do you listen to each other's hopes, dreams? Mm, I do listen to my hopes, dreams, and visions. They're amazing. And I do listen to other people's. Do they listen to mine? Mm, depends what mood they're in. So, and it depends if I want to share and, you know, really it's only if they actually do. I do have people that want to listen to them. Listen when your partners share about their experiences in other relationships. I do that very well, but you know how hard it is for people to actually share their relationships, even when you make it very clear that you're not a jealous person and that you're open. Hmm, very fascinating when people don't know how to talk about their intimate relationships with a person who's polysecure. I didn't have the word, but I still was open to, we're not needing to be one to one, you know, life is a beautiful oyster. So there you go. But go figure as a teenager and a young adult, I was like, wow, no matter how flexible you are, people seem to be scared shitless of talking about their shit. What is that? So solo poly again, very great because most people are not secure attachment within themselves. So they don't actually know how to talk about their experiences in other relationships with the people they choose to be exclusive with all on their own. Might I add, you know, the funny thing about using words and not meaning them is that you don't mean them. <laughs> but then other people are like, wait a minute, there's an inconsistency here. So it's called when people are afraid and they don't know it. And that's all the adults that are not adults. And that's every single one. They don't even need to be in the insecure attachment style. I see them all over the place. Again, they're secure attachment, but they got issues with their own self-confidence and they're grown-ups. Have conversations about things that are intellectually or emotionally stimulating to each other. I love those ones. Those are very beautiful, and I have them all the time with myself and my colleagues. <clears throat> Acknowledge each other's capabilities and possibilities for growth. Compassionately bring light to your partner's limitations and blind spots. The compassionately is important, and really you don't do that unless they're asking you about something like that or if it's really important. So obviously, like if I see a loved one who's drinking too much, too much. I'll say, you know, maybe for your health, you could consider drinking a little bit less or taking a note, you know, like there's different ways you can present to somebody. How about you do this? We could go get a checkup, you know, just be an adult with them. And then you let them know I worry. That's all. Uh, offer words of encouragement when your partners take on new responsibilities, go on dates with others, take a risk or learn something new. And that's where these are really great things. And when you find 
<clears throat> people who are secure and enlightened, you'll find this when people are Zen masters of themselves. So to find that type of person, all they you need to look for are people who are unconsciously loving with their own flaws and imperfections. And they know how to talk about all shit, not just some shit. And it's a very easygoing thing. Now, there are people who have different types of attachment styles. So that is something we'll be talking about. And you just want to be aware because they are going to the disconnected feels that they don't give a shit at all because their self is completely offline. Their body and brain doesn't have a connection. The preoccupied is the one who actually uh, is always freaking out. So they need time to get comfortable with the fact that you don't attach. They're going to feel that you don't love them. So it requires a certain amount of time. The fearful avoidant, they just have the defense uh, mechanism and attachment system intertwined. So they come in and out and don't stick around at all because they're consistently on the run. They consistently fear relationship until they actually get a handle on their fight, flight, freeze, and that they realize, shit, I keep running away all the time until they are the ones who decide to sit still. They're not going to build anything because their defense mechanism is terrified by attachment because they had a terrifying household. So they will avoid all relationships. And that's about it. And that's where you don't have relationships with people who are not consistently building relationships with you which is why there's no twin flames or twin flame or soulmates or soulmate or whatever for my lovely 5d mystics you will already know this we are consistently always expanding our oversoul not diminishing it so our connections grow the perception of our partners are that they are committed to us and us to them the ones who we're growing with we appreciate each other there is obviously going to be sexual satisfaction for those of you who have that type of relationship and the perception of satisfaction is something you discuss and openly and then dealing with any type of conflict is grown-up land so functional adult there is the ability to speak so again when people hide shit they're not hiding it their nervous system is speaking it to any person who's in the mysticism plane but any person who is a functional adult integrated mind restored embodied self means you know your own nervous system your own shit and so you know when it's not yours and you don't talk about people as energy vampires or evil that's not what they are you understand that you're in a room full of people potentially so again, putting all of that to the side as we close on out, when it comes to being able to talk about your solo polysecure status, it's easy. If you're a solo monogamist, it's easy. If you're a whatever you want to use for your own way of identifying how you enter into your community of relationships, the enlightenment soul age group person is a person who unconsciously loves with flaws and imperfections all Evil does not exist, but we do know how to engage with the people who are in the yellow and the red. So if a neighbor throws shit in our face, we wonder and or hope they're okay. If they do it again, then we might say, okay, look, or we might not. We might just call the cops and that's about it. But we do not make any type of assumptions or prejudice. Love means to nurture a life beyond opinions and prejudice. Compassionate beyond a reason is where and how a person who has integration of the mind and restorative embodied self, so the individual who has optimized their human life experience, it's the infinite higher human consciousness potential. Neuroscientists, they talk about when we're channeling, 
So I channel for 5D communities and I don't do the people who are looking to be handheld because that means you do not know you're a person. You do not know that energy is energy and that the collective consciousness is energy. So you don't use your brain to translate your predictions and say, get offline prediction board because I don't need you because there isn't a prediction. There is a learning how to handle your own energetic spectrum first. So your alignment of your mental, physical energy body with your own values and then your heart body and every person's experience is different, which is why we come together and we do solo journeys, but it's together. That's why it's polyamory. We unconditionally love does not mean sexual, does not mean that we have to have any type of specific bond. It's that we safe haven, secure base each other. Okay, so the Enlightenment community is one that appreciates all of our friends. That's why I do relationship anarchy. And I do not do uh, hierarchy at all. No, it's, it's anarchy and then it's also non-hierarchical because that's ridiculous. I do have to use words, friends, family, because people like to be identified. But that's not what polyamory is for those of us who are in the Enlightenment soul age group. And what I mean by that is that we love all of our oversoul and that's never going to change it only amplifies which is why the people who think of us and then they spit in their little vengeance little boxes because they actually think that only some human beings deserve love and some human beings are good they believe that some human beings are evil and they forget that every human being began life as an infant every one of the human beings that has existed prior to us from today to tomorrow will have been an infant and from zero to seven months old, they will have an experience. And then in the womb, and there is no devil, there is no demon. Look up Patrick McNamara and Religious Self and his book, and then look at his video that talks about what happens when people have demonic dreams. There is no demonic possession. There is a part of your brain that breaks. Science explains how we are and why we are. The Michael Stone dude did a 1 to 22 scale on evil because he is a criminologist, and he teases about how we should not be using that word. We have episodes about how evil doesn't exist. And we're going to continue those episodes to destigmatize also those people who are not evil. And again, it is something that is based on pseudoscience, yes, because I bring in together this and that. The mystical part is because I tell the mystical plane, stop talking about evil. It doesn't exist. Go learn science and stop supporting the flat earthers, please. <laughs> I'm okay with all the things I don't know. But let's call it what it is. If you throw yourself off the balcony, there's gravity. Please stay grounded in reality. That way we can actually make our world move somewhere. Growing relationships. Very easy for an enlightenment community. We do not need to speak and we don't speak about any of the revenge that people do to us. You know why? Because while we're feeling it, we're looking how to maintain a specific equanimous stance. We are consistently active in this pure consciousness, Purusha and Prakriti pure energy and so we know Kali come on stop teenage version of ourselves it's okay and we learn actually how to allocate the hell people in their little hell box and then we start to try working very well to clear the line you know what clearing the line means to remember they were all infants they're the ones who don't have peace with their own inner world their zero-year-old fucking hates their guts and their teenager is now making a shit show and they're turning it against somebody else so let's clear that line, and I'm clearing it right now because they are really always, every year these people come on out of the, <laughs> and they're people who think they're doing good. These are the people. 
there that story that Sadhguru shares of that one dude who figures out that he's been killing and, and shedding blood in a very bad way. So if there is evil, we will know where to allocate it and it will not be with the people that these people are pointing fingers at. It's actually going to be something different and we don't do it because we know that it's bad manners to point. Did anybody not get taught this as a kid? I got taught it. I remember, and I remember again noticing, oh, don't cast a stone, Maria, that's not nice. So pure consciousness, pure energy, very straightforward. Enlightenment soul age group. This is who these are for. You don't have to be a solo poly, but I'm a solo poly, and that's because we walk well as we unconsciously love all of our relationships, our entire oversoul, and create a beautiful playground and then support people to come together and create mindful, beautiful relationships. So tune on in for more and have a wonderful 8-8.